Welcome to r slash petty revenge, where OP gets the last laugh against her cheating husband. Our next Reddit post is from Lynn C. Doyle. My ex-husband and I met when our best friends married each other. He was the best man and I was the maid of honor. After a couple of years, we all lived in the same community and had our four kids in the same time frame. We hired my friend, let's call her Hobag, to be our attorney for our business when we thought about selling franchises. Hobag and my ex, let's call him Dog, spent lots of late nights working out the kinks in contracts, and more. One July, they had to go to New York for a week to interview prospective franchisees. Hobag's ex-husband called me to say that he hired a detective who followed them and saw them all lovey-dovey and that they only had one hotel room. Well, since it was July and sizzling outside, Hobag's front right minivan window was open about two inches. I took it upon myself to puree a few raw shrimp with chicken broth and strain the solids out. Then I fed a long tube down to her rear passenger carpet and under the seat as best as I could. I then slowly funneled about one half cup of my potion down the tube. This week, it was over 90 degrees every day. The smell was ghastly. A triumph. Hobag's husband and I didn't let on that we knew about their affair until we'd each had consultations with every good lawyer in our city. And we had our financial ducks in a row. This was petty, effective revenge that I don't regret. Also worth mentioning, um, I I heard about this in another pro-revenge story. If they go and they have consultations with every single lawyer in the city about divorce, that means that none of those lawyers can represent the cheaters in that case because they have, um, I don't know, some sort of conflict of interest. I don't really know how lawyers work. But apparently you can get disbarred for it. So that means that when they go through the divorce proceedings, they have to hire a lawyer in another city, which means a lot of inconvenience and driving and extra costs. So F you, dog and hoebag. Our next Reddit post is from Yaja. I got mad all over again when writing this because of the sheer amount of disrespect from Total Wine Management. I have the receipt for this order too. There's a specific wine that I used to pair with food. The closest total wine that had that wine was a 60-mile drive, and it was storming out, and I wanted that wine for the holidays because most likely I was going to be cooped up inside. So I make the 60-mile drive over to the total wine. And by the way, this used to be the typical total wine I went to before I moved two counties away. Anyways, I go in, pick up the wine, and get some other stuff for the holidays. I was in there for maybe an hour. When I went to checkout, the cashier asked me for my ID, so I gave it to her. Then she tells me that she needs to see the ID of the other person I was with. So now I'm confused and I say, but I'm alone. She says, well, I have to go get my manager. Okay, fine. So the manager comes out and he tells me that the employee told him that I was with someone else and they need to come back and bring their ID or they won't sell anything to me. I told him that I wasn't with anyone. He looks at my ID and says, Well, unfortunately, you look young. At this point, I'm like, Are you serious? And he's like, You can come back tomorrow alone. I find it extremely disrespectful to tell someone that they look young while you're literally holding their ID in your hand. And not to mention, I've been shopping at that exact location for about four years, and I've never had a problem before then. So I told the manager about how I drove there and I've been shopping there for years and that I even have a second form of ID and he was just kind of giggling and said no. 
So I had to leave very angry. It was late, around 9 p.m., and I had about a one and a half hour drive back home in a rainstorm. By the time I got home, I was still pissed about it, and I was still pissed all that night. The next day, I had to go to the total wine that was close to my house, and unfortunately, they didn't have the one type of wine that I actually wanted. They were pleasant as usual. Actually, they were beyond nice and didn't even ID me, which just goes to show that the other location was on some kind of power trip or something. Then I got an email from them to review my experience. They send me that email every time I go there, and I never fill it out, but this time I decided to select the other location and say that I had a bad experience and give feedback on it. So I wrote exactly what happened, and then the next day I got a call from that store's manager. Turns out the guy who denied me was the assistant manager or something. However, that guy was still more pleasant than the woman who called me. She was extremely rude and condescending and told me that she reviewed the cameras and that someone walked in with me at the same time and that made us a party. I told her that I didn't know that person. She said that it didn't matter. So apparently people can't walk into Total Wine at the same time as you? Huh? Then she said that the employees were watching me and that the person left 30 minutes before I went to check out and they saw it. Okay, so... Also, if that's the case and that's your policy, why didn't you say something when you saw the person leave and we could have cleared up the whole situation right then and there? Instead of continuing to allow me to shop for another 30 minutes and waste my time knowing that when I came to check out, you were going to deny me? So I told her, even if that is the case, someone can't leave the store? And she said, no, to complete the transaction, they would have to drive back with their ID. This made me extremely angry, because even if that is the case and that is your policy, the least you can do is offer an apology for the inconvenience or something like that. Not just call me to argue and to stir the pot. By now, I was already kind of over it, because it had been like two days, but just her whole attitude and nastiness about the whole thing was really insult to injury. So I decided to look up their policy, and their policy clearly states that their checking other person's ID rule only applies to people at checkout. Another policy I read, which was interesting, was that any online order not picked up within a week, they'll issue a full refund to your original payment method. So my friends and I were sitting home drinking the wine that I got at the other location later that day, and I told them what happened, and they were all shocked. I used to work retail for a long time, specifically during COVID, and I know what an inconvenience it is to set up big curbside pickup orders because they take up a lot of space on the order shelf. So, being drunk and mad, I decided to enforce their own policy against them and make a $10,000 order for the soonest possible pickup time, which they promise orders ready in three hours. So, (laughs) I made sure to order the cheapest, heaviest bottles I could think of so it would take up the most amount of space in their curbside area. And I made sure to only order like one or two bottles of each thing so they couldn't just give me a case. They had to go get individual bottles. I ordered their whole supply of Tito's since it's popular and it's the holidays, so I know people were going to be looking for it. And this Total Wine stores items for curbside pickup right behind the counter where everyone can see it. And so I know that whenever customers saw it, they would ask for it. And then Total Wine would have to explain how somebody ordered all 238 bottles and they're back there on reserve. 
Then the customer would probably get grouchy and ask for a manager. <laughs> But that manager was going to be busy because I also made sure to order a lot of bottles behind glass so they would have to run around with their keys scrambling to get this order ready. I worked retail and I know how much stuff like this throws off a schedule and annoys the managers. So I loaded up the cart, stopped when I got to $10,000 and placed the order. I got the email confirmation, which specified that you have to wait for the pickup confirmation email and that pickup times aren't guaranteed, so I thought for sure they were either going to cancel the order or call me or something. And something interesting that's sent with the email is a pickup policy that states specifically the recipient of the order needs to be 21, so you can't have other people in your car who's not 21? Well, five hours later, I got the pickup email. It took them longer than I expected, but I was still surprised. Then, later, I got a pickup reminder email. Then, three days later, a second reminder. Then, seven days after I placed my order, I got my final notice email. And then, on day 10, I got a phone call. It was that manager who called me last time, acting like a completely different person this time, asking when I was coming in for the order. At this point, I think she knew that I was messing with them because it had been 10 days and she knew my name from the previous feedback thing. Because when she called me, she asked for me by name and my name was on the order. So I told her, yeah, I went to pick it up and I was told that I looked too young. So I just went to the other Total Wine and I picked up the same stuff there. So then she was mad and said, are you seriously not coming to pick this up? Lol, enjoy your restocking, I thought to myself. I just said, nah. <laughs> and she hung up LMFAO. So now, when your higher-up asks you why your store had to refund someone $10,000, you can explain to them what you did, LMFAO. They were supposed to automatically cancel the order at day 7, but she didn't because she called me on day 10. So I called their customer service line to cancel it, and they told me that some of the stores wait until the end of the month to do it. I'm assuming the manager was trying to hold out on refunding to the end of the year on a better number, because retail does that sometimes. I made them cancel it right then. LMFAO! Down in the comments, we have this stupid reply from Adamantium. I tried to buy alcohol on my 21st birthday, and I was told, We can't sell this to you because we don't know what time of the day you were born. Oh my god, these people and their power trips! They get the tiniest amount of authority, and they go completely nuts about it. Also, I gotta say, um... <laughs> OP was kind enough to include the receipts. He's got screenshots of his order. And sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, this is a $9,956 order. And it is bottle after bottle of just gigantic bottles of alcohol. 755 items of alcohol. Oh my God. Trying to imagine how much, how much space 755 bottles of alcohol would take up. These bottles that he's posting, they're bigger than wine bottles, by the way. Probably if I had to guess, I'd say at least four full refrigerators worth of like space taken up. Our next Reddit post is from Ezra. About a decade ago, I worked an early morning shift at a fast food restaurant. We opened at 6 a.m., so I had to be at work at 5 a.m. I would leave my house at 4.45 a.m. every morning. Management was pretty relaxed about the opening shift. Clocking in up to 10 minutes late wasn't really an ordeal, as long as you showed up ready to go. 
I came outside at 4.45 a.m. to find that a local cop had pulled someone over and was now blocking my driveway. This has happened before, but last time it happened in the afternoon, and I just asked the officer to move forward or backward a couple of feet, and then I pull in or out of the driveway. No sweat. This officer, however, angrily tells me that I'll have to wait until he's done. I snap a picture of his car, text it to my manager, and explain my tardiness. 40 minutes later, the cop finally moves. I scramble into the car and head to work. I get there 15 minutes before we open. I frantically start to brew tea and fetch ice, having to condense my 50-minute routine into 15. I almost forgot to brew coffee. Opening time rolls around, and the first group of customers come in. It's a group of our local police officers, led by the captain. I guess they're about to do a shift change. One of the officers in the group is the one who blocked my driveway. Anyway, the captain orders coffee, and I regretfully inform him that there's a five-minute wait on the coffee because I got to work extremely late. The captain asks why, so I pulled out my phone and explained that one of his officers blocked my driveway for 45 minutes for a routine traffic stop. The captain proceeds to chew out that officer in front of all of his colleagues and exclaim that nothing short of a life-or-death emergency should block my driveway if it'll interfere with him getting his morning coffee. My driveway was never blocked again, and the captain always got his coffee at 6am without interruption. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway. So, I rent a house with my husband and two of our friends. It's a five-bedroom house. Rent is outrageous in our area. $2,400 for a one-bedroom apartment. So, we found this house for $3,000 a month, which isn't a bad deal while we're trying to save up to buy a house. There are other houses in the neighborhood like this as well. Our next-door neighbor's house is a five-bedroom house, and they have nine people living in their house, so it's chaos over there all the time. In our neighborhood, we can choose the trash company, so it just so happens that we have the same trash company as the next-door neighbors. Our trash company does like to have our trash out by 7am, but we don't always get it out in time, which is where this problem started. Most of the time, they don't pick up our trash until 11am, so obviously, as long as the trash is out there before the trash pickup gets here, they take out our trash. The people next door have three trash cans, and they're overflowing every single week. They put their trash out the night before, but unfortunately, our neighborhood has raccoons and foxes. So animals are always getting into their trash, and last time, a raccoon got into their trash. It left a mess in our yard, and our neighbors wouldn't pick it up. I was pretty pissed about it, but I just let it go and cleaned up their trash. I did put the trash back in their trash can, and they just sat out front glaring at me while I did that. Here's where the incident started. A couple of weeks ago, I didn't get our trash out until almost 9am. All four of us were sick with COVID. I was on the mend and feeling a little bit better, but I slept in and forgot to put out the trash at 7am. So I go to put the trash out, and my neighbor starts yelling at me, saying that I was supposed to have the trash out by 7am, and that I can't put my trash out now. I said, well, they haven't come to pick up the trash because your trash cans are full, so it's not a big deal. He said, no, that's the rules. Your trash has to be out by 7am. If it's not, you can't get your trash picked up this week. I said that I understand that the trash company wants it out by 7am, but they haven't come to pick it up yet, so it doesn't matter. So I just walked back inside. 
I went back to bed, and a couple of hours later, I get up to see that our trash can was moved to the side of our house, and it was still full of trash. So that means that someone moved our full trash can. My other neighbor came up to me the next day and said that she saw my douchebag neighbor put our full trash can back. She said that she didn't know the situation, so she wasn't going to butt in and tell him not to do that. Also, for context, our neighbors are very proud about their last name. They literally have a flag in their front window with their last name. So I called the trash company and said that I was Mr. The Neighbor's Last Name, and I needed to set up a vacation hold for our upcoming pickup. They said, no problem, we won't pick up your trash next week. They legit only asked for the address and no other information. The next week, I made sure that our trash was out at 6.45 a.m. Then I sat and watched for the trash truck and I watched them come past the house. They drove past my neighbor's house and didn't pick up their trash, even though their trash was overflowing. They did pick up ours and a few other neighbors. I know that I'm the butthole for doing this. You don't need to tell me. I may have crossed the line. But he also crossed the line by touching our cans and moving them and setting foot onto our property. Yeah, what is that guy's problem? Who cares when the trash can comes out? This guy added work to his day carting around trash cans full of trash just to stick his nose in someone else's business? What a douchebag. <laughs> I like this comment from Sanity Checker. Prepare beef bouillon and freeze it in ice cube trays. Fling a few cubes into his lawn every night. They'll melt and soak into the grass. Your neighbor will have beef-scented lawn, and every dog, raccoon, fox, coyote, opossum, and skunk in the neighborhood will think, there's food around here somewhere. Maybe I'll find it if I dig a bigger hole. In a few weeks, his lawn will be completely shredded. That was our slash petty revenge, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.